This is the Detroit is Different Podcast Network, the culture of an American classic city. The Detroit is Different Podcast is about exposing artistry, business, ideas, and dynamic people, places, and things that make Detroit a mecca. Tune in weekly and subscribe to get the true stories from the people shaping the culture of an American classic city. Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. Welcome back to another episode of Care Michigan's podcast. And this is your brother Dowd with you again. Uh, we are now in the third episode discussing the importance of the blessed month of Ramadan, which is the ninth month on the Islamic calendar. So we have gone over Ramadan, the month of revelation, and we have also gone over Ramadan, the month of fasting. In this particular episode, we would like to discuss Ramadan, the month of commiseration. And uh, it is said by one of the Prophet Muhammad's close companions, peace be upon him, this companion known by Salman al-Farisi or Salman the Persian, he said that Ramadan is the month of commiseration. And commiseration is having uh, empathy with those who are without, those who uh, may be in some sort of uh, financial difficulty, uh, those who are lacking some sort of sustenance, food, clothing, and shelter, uh, that uh, as Muslims, the month of Ramadan is supposed to heighten our commiseration where we feel uh, or uh, increase our sensitivities towards the poor and towards the marginalized in the society. Now, in uh, fasting, the month of Ramadan, and of course we mentioned before that the primary purpose of fasting is to grow in God consciousness or in uh, awareness of, of, of God and what's pleasing to Him. But it is... You know, obviously during uh, fasting, especially as the months get uh, longer, uh, like in a month like in May or June, uh, much less July or August, that fasting days can be long. And without going without food and water, uh, not only does this drain energy levels and uh, Muslims who fast feel more tired, but in those beginning days in particular, uh, many of us feel hungry, right? Our stomachs start to maybe uh, tighten up a little bit, maybe a little bit of burning. Maybe there is uh, a, a thirsty sensation. I know for myself, I really don't get hungry, but my mouth gets extremely parched and I get, and I get thirsty. So um, with this uh, commiseration in this fasting, this should m make those who are fasting think, well, I'm hungry now, but this is voluntarily because I'm fasting. What about those in my city? What about those in my country? What about those back in the motherland, back in Africa, who are hungry? And it's not because they're fasting in their own volition, but it is because they don't have any food. You know, we have hungry children right here in Detroit, right? Going to Detroit or Highland Park. Uh, Detroit is one of the cities uh, in America that has one of the highest levels of malnutrition or a lack of proper nutrition for uh, for minors, right? That's what we should make us think about them. What about, we're talking about 
water, right? What about those people who are thirsty, who don't have access to clean water, right, uh, throughout the world? Or what about people in Flint, for that matter, who have poison water, right? They don't have, you know, what if you don't have money to go out to the store or uh, to get uh, bottled water? Well, that's another hustle, too, especially with Nestle. That's Maybe that's another topic. But what about those individuals who maybe don't even have proper transportation to go to places to even pick up bottled water, right? So this should get us to commiserate and to think about those people, brothers and sisters, and not just brothers and sisters who are Muslims, brothers and sisters in humankind who are not uh, having proper access to food, to water, to clothing, and to shelter. Um, you know, the uh, one of the great Muslims, he's considered uh, to be saintly. Uh, he is the uh, first cousin of Prophet Muhammad, peace be upon him. His name is uh, uh, Ali uh, Ibn Abi Talib. Uh, may Allah be pleased with him. He said that there are only two types of people. There is your brother or sister in faith, and then there's your brother and sister in humankind. It's only two types of people, right? But we're all people, and we all have to be concerned about each other's uh, interests and each other's um, lives. So this is part of the commiseration. Now, in this commiseration, you know, giving some money to a food bank is good, right? I mean, that's fine. Giving a donation online is good. But this aspect of commiseration from the Islam perspective demands more. It calls to more than, than just that. Prophet Muhammad, peace be upon him, told one of his companions. He told one of his companions by the name of Abu Dhar al-Ghafari. May Allah be pleased with him. He told Abu Dhar, love the poor and keep company with them or love the poor and sit with them. So in this commiseration, it's good to uh, give food, right? Uh, but it's even better to actually go to where people are at and have food and break bread with them and listen to their concerns, listen to what's bothering them. Um, and it's not to have a type of uh, what we can say, um, looking at people from like a paternalistic perspective, like, yeah, I, like I'm the savior and I'm going to come to give you a handout. No, it is to actually respect people and to show people their dignity. This is actually the way of the Prophet Muhammad, peace be upon him. And I will conclude with this, and this also relates to this issue of commiseration. You know, when he migrated from Mecca to the city of Medina, when the Muslims were driven out of Mecca by the uh, polytheistic Arabs from Quraysh, many of his followers weren't aristocrats. In, in fact, a lot of them were the marginalized and the oppressed in Meccan society. And all of them weren't from prominent tribes amongst the Arabs. Some of them were uh, Ethiopians. Some of them were Persians. They all just weren't Arabs. So when they migrated to Medina and they didn't have any child protection, they didn't have any money, some of them used to be slaves and actually were liberated from slavery, that when they got to Medina, 
they were homeless. So there was a section that was set up in the mosque that was built, and it was an area for these individuals to uh, basically sleep at uh, for a while. They were able to get up on their feet. And these people were known as the people of the veranda. And uh, the prophet, uh, peace be upon him, Prophet Muhammad, he had his grandson by the name of Hassan to keep company with these homeless people. So he had his own grandson sleep with the homeless people. Now, he would come and sit with them every day and give them special attention, these poorest companions, to commiserate with them. And some of the um, aristocrat Arabs, um, they didn't want to hear the message of Prophet Muhammad. So Prophet Muhammad wanted to speak with them, but they were like, um, well, give us our special gathering. We'll call it Majlis in Arabic. Give us our special gathering, and then you can go back to those people. Because they didn't want to sit with him while he was sitting with the poorest people, because they had no empathy about those poor people. And then God revealed in the verse in the Quran, <clears throat> in, the, <clears throat> in the 18th chapter, it says, keep, keep yourself content, O prophet, with those who call upon their Lord in the morning and the evening, seeking the countenance of God, right? So uh, this is, you know, a, a message uh, to uh, the Prophet Muhammad, but also to Muslims in general, that in our commiseration, that we should be more inclined, especially during the month of Ramadan, we should be more inclined with those people who are marginalized and poor and seek to keep company with them and not crave to seek company with those who are the powers that be, that those who are considered the so-called social elites or the aristocrats. There are primary concern as Muslims. And Ramadan should make this alive in us, that we should always factor in, in our decisions the most vulnerable people in our society. Anytime we plan something, we should factor in the weakest and the most vulnerable in the society. And that is what commemoration is about. And this is why Ramadan is called Shahram Muwasat, or it is the month of commiseration. Uh, with that we will end this episode and our final episode relating to this issue of Ramadan where we will talk about the actual uh, end of the month of Ramadan and the uh, festival or the Eid, uh, Eid al-Fitr, a holiday that marks the end of the month of Ramadan. May God's peace be with you. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Remember to like, share, subscribe, and always listen on Stitcher, Google Play, Apple Store, and Spotify. You're listening to the Detroit is Different Podcast Network.